Hi, and welcome back to the Multifaceted Athlete with Coaching Lutz. I'm your host, Kelly Lutz. I am a USGA certified running and ultra running coach and certified strength and conditioning specialist. I am so excited to have you here today. We'll be talking all about running, aspects of running, strength training, and anything else that makes us humans who do sports. So let's dive right into this episode. I hope you love it. Hello, welcome back to another week of the Multifaceted Athlete. It's been a few weeks since we've been here. Um, I've been really busy, so that's why. But I do have a couple interviews lined up, so those will be coming later today. It's just kind of a catch-up podcast. I have some updates. I recently went to a running retreat this past weekend that I want to talk about especially for those of you who are curious about running camps, running retreats, maybe group trail runs, entering into a new setting, all of that. So before we dive into that, some updates. If you are in the Denver-Boulder area, we have officially scheduled our first group trail run. It will be on August 20th. We are meeting in Superior at 7.30 a.m., And then around 9 a.m. after running, we're going to head to PR Labs, who I'm partnering with for this group run. And we're going to have coffee, snacks, some mobility exercises, and yeah, just some hanging out. So I'll link that in the show notes if you're interested. Anyone who is a woman, female presenting, or non-binary is welcome to come. We want it to be a really inclusive environment and just a lot of fun. So all paces are welcome, especially if you are curious about trail running or a newer trail runner, please come. Um, I kind of want this to be geared more towards you. So the trails I've chosen for this are very easy trails. They are part like crushed gravel, if that's the right description, uh, fairly wide. And then there's an option to go into single track. So you can run in your road shoes and be perfectly fine. No fancy trail gear needed. Um, And yeah, if you have any questions, reach out to me. You can message me on Instagram at coachingklutz or email me at kelly at coachingklutz.com. And yeah, RSVP in the show notes. I would love to meet you and run with you. And there will be a run walk option for those of you curious about that. So don't feel like you need to be able to run continuously, especially on trail because it is harder on trail than on road. So it should be a good time. We'll, we're aiming to do it monthly. So if you can't make it in August, hopefully you can make it in September. So second, um, I've been really busy, as I mentioned, but I am still looking for more guests to be on the podcast. I have a few ideas of people that I want to interview in mind. I just haven't had time to reach out and set those up yet. But If you know of someone you'd like me to talk to, a topic you want me to cover, or if you're someone who would like to come on the podcast and talk to me, let me know. Uh, Same contact as before. You can reach out on Instagram at coachingklutz or email kelly at coachingklutz.com. And yeah, let's get you on the podcast because I think it's a lot of fun talking to people. And especially if you're like, I have some cool stories, but I'm not an expert in anything. It could be like my episode with Max Smith, which is one of the most popular episodes that I have on the podcast, and we just talked about a bunch of different aspects of her life and her situation, her stories, so 
you don't have to be an expert to come on here. We love the educational podcast, but we also love the storytelling podcast. So please reach out. Okay, so let's talk about the running retreat. So I went to the Endeavor Run running retreat in Boulder this past weekend. And basically this running retreat, I think it was the third time it's happened They do it in Boulder in August and then Austin earlier in the year. I think February, if I remember correctly. should have looked that up. Um, But it's basically just a group of people who love running. Obviously, it's a running retreat. And then a group of really stellar coaches that put on workshops throughout the weekend. So you have group runs and workshops from registered dietitians, physical therapists, um, psychology, other running coaches, trying to think if I missed anything. If I did, I'm sorry if you're listening, you're part of the retreat. But anyway, lots of great information and then lots of great group time. So I first heard about this because last year around this time, I was working with Asher. Shout out to Asher. She's a running coach and a PT. She was at or is at the Endeavor Run Retreats as a physical therapist, and she puts on a physical therapy workshop, which was super helpful, but I'll get into that later. Uh, So I first heard about it from her from when she was at the Austin retreat, and I heard it was in Boulder, and I live in Arvada. So for those of you who know, that's only a 30-minute drive. So I was like, oh, that's really easy. I won't have to deal with, you know, planning any traveling, and I've always wanted to go to like a running camp style thing especially because a lot of my immediate circle in Colorado are not runners. So I don't have as many people to talk about running with other than, you know, the community that I'm building with my coaching. And I love talking to my athletes and those who have worked with me and are still in the community. But some of my closest friends are not runners and it can be nice to be in person with people talking about running versus you know, our coaching clutch community is mostly virtual. Although shout out to my local athletes. We have hung out a bit and those have been some of the greatest times. Um, But anyway, I signed up for this to meet some other runners and just be enveloped in that for a weekend. And that was my main intention. And also just learning from the coaches. Obviously, as a newer coach myself, I have so much to learn and it's really helpful to learn from other coaches about how they approach certain parts of training or how they deal with athletes or just how they think about training and how pieces fit together. So I was really excited about that. And that was my main intention for wanting to sign up for the retreat. So then the retreat goes from Thursday night through Sunday afternoon. And normally my weeks are not really that crazy. It's pretty rare lately that I have a really busy week in my full-time job and in my coaching, and that's kind of by design. Usually, I can spread things out, Um, but (laughs) this past week, of course, when it's a short week, uh, there was a lot of demand on me on my full-time job. It seemed like a lot of, you know, ad hoc requests were popping up that were urgent, let's say, and... So that was stressful. And then I also had more coaching calls than normal, which isn't a bad thing. I love talking to my athletes and prospective athletes, but it was 
just a little a little more to squish into four days than usual. So going into the retreat on Thursday, I was pretty, my cup was pretty empty. There wasn't really much there, <laughs> which for handling situations and like being in a new environment. So that was really not the greatest way to start things off, honestly. And I kind of went into it with not a bad attitude, but kind of some assumptions of how the weekend was going to go that didn't serve me. Um, I kind of assumed that like, since I was going to be around a large group of other people for almost three days straight, that it was going to be super draining. And then I was kind of worrying about the next week, how I was already exhausted from prior to the retreat. And then going into the retreat, I assumed that would be equally as exhausting And then going into this work week that I'm currently in, I would just, you know, never recover and it would just be super tiring. So going into it, that's that's not a great way to go into a new situation. I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) Um, So the first night we basically just met at the house. We had like the opening um, welcome and... I was nervous. I was very nervous. So I think that might surprise some of you, especially since I'm, you know, organizing my own group trail run. But I get nervous in social settings, especially when I don't know anyone. And I only knew Asher going to this retreat, but she's one of the coaches. So it's kind of different when you know someone in, you know, the leadership position versus one of the participants. So I was nervous about that. And Group settings, group settings are hard for me. I, if you've ever spoken to me in person, you might get this. Like one-on-one, I am pretty comfortable with. I I like talking to people one-on-one, but in group settings, I am the person who likes to sit there and absorb. I'm a listener and I don't like to interject or like, I don't really know Not that I don't know when the right time to interject my thoughts is, but I am less likely to interject my thoughts unless I have a very strong opinion. (laughs) In those cases, I don't feel as uh, hesitant about speaking up. But in in general, in group settings, you know, I, I remain pretty quiet until I get comfortable or if someone asks me a direct question, then I'll answer. Uh, I'm very good at answering questions, (laughs) but yeah, so going into the retreat and not knowing anyone, I also arrived a little late at the house because I had to finish up some work before heading over, so I was a little stressed about that, and then I didn't know anyone, so I was just kind of really nervous going into it, and like I said, with my my assumption that everything we were doing was going to be super draining, and that the weekend was going to be super draining. But night one was fun. It was basically a, just a short intro. And didn't stay there long because I wanted to go to sleep. <laughs> I was very tired. But then Friday morning, we had a track workout. And that was led by two of the pros on Team Boss, Kate and Katie. Um, I was really excited for the track workout. I love track workouts. And I haven't gotten to do a track workout with a group of people in so long and probably since my cross-country days in college so it really took me back there and we were doing a two by 1k then four by 300 workout which 
I was excited about. I didn't really anticipate how hard 1Ks are because I haven't done them since college. I do remember they were very hard in college, but we did many repeats to get ready for our 5Ks and 6Ks. But the track workout, all in all, very fun, very hot. But if you follow me on Instagram, you probably know it's been hot or Strava rather. I feel like every other run on Strava, my comment is, why is it still so hot? Uh, that was definitely my comment today. It's it's a little ridiculous. It's been over 90 all week, or it's going to be. And we're in August now, so it needs to chill out. But anyway, I digress. Track workout, very fun. I fell in with a group of women. We ran about the same pace. And it was just really fun to be pushed running with other athletes and to see like what I could do. It really reignited my desire to reintroduce track workouts more frequently to my training for speed workouts, especially because I do still have my 5k goal. Some of y'all know this was supposed to be the year of the 5k's and it turned into the year of the 10k's, which I have another one this Saturday, hopefully the last one, but I do still want to lower my 5k time and eventually beat my college PR. That's my big goal. I'm quite a ways off. So that's like kind of a scary goal. But anyway, back to the retreat. After the track workout, we had a couple of workshops during the day, uh, plus a lot of downtime. So we could talk to, you know, other participants and some of the coaches. But we had a nutrition workshop from Lydia, who's the registered dietitian, and then the PT workshop from Asher, both of which were very informative. The PT one, <laughs> I, I think I'm going to take away a lot of information from. Asher basically went over some assessments we can do for our calves, hamstrings, and glutes to see if there's anything we need to work on related to running, which was very enlightening. And I am happy to say my calves are no longer sore, but they were sore for three days straight from that workshop. So we learned a lot there, and Asher's just a breadth of knowledge. So if you don't follow her on Instagram or anything like that, you definitely should. I think her handle is Dr. Asher Runs. I'll have to check that, though. Um, but I follow her. If you go into my following, you can find her. Anyway, so we did that, and then that night we went up to Shoes and Brews in Longmont, which is a running store connected to a brewery which is actually really cool I don't really drink so I don't really care about the brewery part but I think it's a great idea and for you climbers out there it's also right next to Longwood Longwood Longmont Climbing Collective so really a cool little area and the reason we went up there is because Matt Fitzgerald was giving a talk on his new book, Run Like a Pro, Even If You're Slow. And that was really cool. Um, I, I haven't read the book yet, but I'm getting a copy. I'm really excited to read it. But what I took away from that talk was that we can train like the pros taking the principles that the pros use and apply it to our training as non-pro athletes and what I really took was something I'll take into my coaching and that is Matt was talking about how the head coach of NAZ which is 
um, he trained with the team there and that's kind of the basis of the book and where he learned everything for 13 weeks. Um, but the head coach there, he doesn't, how do I say this? So I guess let me back up. So as a coach, a newer coach, I feel like I need to find scientific studies to back up everything I do. That might be an exaggeration, but I feel like I need to rely heavily on the science in order to influence how I train my athletes. And there's a big um, emphasis on being evidence-based in coaching, which I think is great. But at the same time, I've always struggled with how to balance the evidence and what is shown in studies with what we see anecdotally in like whether it's my own training whether it's looking at someone else's training and what they're doing um or just listening to other anecdotes like on other podcasts or instagram or what whatever it is so figure out how to balance the two and hearing that the head coach of a pro team kind of has the intuition to know which way to guide the athletes in their training. And it's not always because a study has proven this is the method. That to me was really helpful as a coach and an athlete because it just made me feel a lot better when I'm like, I think this is how we should train, but I'm not entirely sure because we haven't seen a study of that. Um, Or like just something like that, if that makes sense. Yeah, and same with, like, how the pros eat, which it, it wasn't surprising to me. They basically eat, you know, an inclusive diet. They don't restrict on anything uh, based on what Matt saw with the pros. And that's always great to hear, especially as a woman in this day and age in society, especially since I was born in 90, you know, grew up in the 90s and 2000s, I feel like. This could be a whole other podcast. I've tried like every type of diet under the sun and now I'm back to eating basically whatever, not whatever I want to eat, but I don't exclude anything intentionally except I try to limit dairy because I don't think it makes my stomach feel great, but you know, I eat pizza, which has dairy on it. So that was cool to hear, especially for all you all of you athletes out there who think you need to diet, you probably don't. And you're likely not eating enough, but that's <laughs> that's a whole other tangent. So that talk was really cool. And especially throughout the weekend, I got to talk to Matt quite a bit. And we had some really great conversations. So that was definitely a highlight of the retreat for me. But moving on, Saturday. Saturday, we went on a trail run in near Eldo. For those of you who know Eldo, El Dorado Springs, it was a really pretty trail. It was kind of hectic trying to find parking, but Saturday morning near Boulder, that's not really a surprise. So the trail one was really fun. And then after that, we went to a gym to do a strength training workshop from one of the coaches who is a strength and conditioning coach, if I'm remembering his title correctly. And... This is where (laughs) I struggled a bit. So basically in this workshop, we were learning how to deadlift and squat and like why it's it's good for running. 
and why we should do heavy lifts as runners. And if you know me, if you follow me, you know I deadlift a lot and I hate squats. <laughs> I have been squatting more because I I reached out to Kel's James, if you follow her on Instagram, and I was like, can you please make me a lifting split that has lots of squats because I am not very good at making myself do it because I hate that exercise so much. So a little background on me and squatting. For as long as I can remember, I've had pretty poor ankle mobility, and by pretty poor ankle mobility, I mean like really bad. It, it doesn't hinder my running. I have enough mobility for that at least, but in terms of squatting, it really limits how my body moves, especially in terms of like depth and all of that. And it's just like squatting doesn't feel good to me and it doesn't look good. It just, I hate it. But when I do squat, I know some alterations to make so that it feels better. So like I'll prop my heels up on some 10 pound weights so that I can go a little deeper and keep my bar path straight up and down. And it feels more like how I think a squat should look, um, which I know squats shouldn't, they don't have to look a certain way because all of us have different anatomy and everything. I also have long femurs and a short torso. So I feel like there's a lot of things that affect my squats. Anyway, the reason I tell you this is because we had, we focused on deadlifts for quite a long time and that was great. I was really excited to get um, someone who is very knowledgeable to review my form because even though I have the knowledge about deadlifting and squatting, I haven't had someone else check my form in quite a long time. So it was nice having that and just getting some cues to help with my issues. So in a deadlift, sometimes my hip hips raise first before my shoulders start to raise. So, and that's usually an issue of I'm not bracing enough at the bottom of my deadlift. So that was nice for me to reiterate. I already knew it happened sometimes, but I wasn't quite sure why. So learning how to fix that was really helpful. And so I was excited to maybe get some help with my squat from someone who knows a lot, but we went into groups and then, like I mentioned, my squat just, it doesn't look how it's ideally supposed to look. So uh, my group was like, I see this happening and that's not supposed to be happening. And I was like, yeah, I know (laughs) it's always been like this. And then they called Asher over. Asher tried to help me and for some reason that was very very triggering to me and it just like triggered something deep inside of me and I just kind of had a breakdown um I don't I don't think many other people realized it except Asher because she was talking to me so if you were at the retreat and you're listening to this maybe you knew what's happening maybe not but that's mid-Saturday I was not not having a great time at the retreat so I went home and decided to regroup because I was really, really upset and having a hard time. And then I I remember thinking, I was like, maybe I won't go back tonight. Because we had um, another workshop later in the day. And then Lydia was making her bowls. And then the Pearl Street Mile was that night. And I was like, I don't, I don't even know if I want to go back. Maybe I'll just skip everything else for today and go back for the long run 
tomorrow on Sunday. And that's like where it kind of just like reaffirmed what my assumptions were going into it. And I was like, I knew this was going to be so exhausting. This is like a a harder weekend than I thought it would be. And I was just in a pretty bad place. So get home, like get my shower, get some food. I think that was the other issue. I hadn't eaten enough food. So those of you who get hangry or just like more emotional when you're hungry, you know, you know what I was experiencing. Um, so I went home, regrouped, watched some of the CrossFit games because those of you who do CrossFit know it was CrossFit Games weekend, which was very exciting. And thought about some more. Asher messaged me and she was like, really like for you to come back. And Jake, who's in charge of the whole ret- retreat, would like to talk to you. And I was like, okay. I guess I'll go back because I had had a couple conversations with Jake and I was like, I can have a conversation with him, but I might start crying again. <laughs> so I drove, I drove back and then I talked with Jake for a bit and he is a very knowledgeable in like psychology. So basically it was kind of just like a therapy walk for me and just made me realize a lot of things like the root of why I got so upset and he kind of helped me like see that what happened next was up to me and that it was kind of cool that I went back even though I was really upset and like didn't feel super not welcome but I didn't really want to be part of the group at that point if that makes sense so talking to him helped a lot and I'm getting emotional just talking about this again so sorry I collected myself a bit but I also had to pause recording because anchor only lets me record half hour at a time and I was almost at that limit so anyway my conversation with Jake was super helpful and just gave me some perspective and some ideas of how to move forward and really what it did for me was make me more open for the rest of the weekend so that was like obviously like a really rough situation for me but it was also like a turning point because after that um well immediately after that we had jake's workshop was about performance and goal setting like the psychology behind it and that was honestly my favorite workshop i feel like i got so much out of it and Ever since then, I've just been thinking about my goals in life and what's the real reason why I'm not achieving them. So I'm going to try to run through this really quick, but I'm not a psychologist, so I'm so sorry if I screw it up. But the premise of what we went over was we listed out a goal that we had in life. I listed out two, and then we listed out some things that either we are doing or not doing that is preventing us from reaching that goal and then from there we looked at those behaviors as not something that's hindering the goals we have but we try to figure out what is a different goal that those behaviors are serving and then one step further is what underlying assumptions do we have about the other goal that our behaviors are serving 
That might not make sense to those of you who haven't done this exercise, but it is super enlightening. And my goals, I did one running related and one not. So my running related one was breaking my college 5k PR. And my non-running related one was going all in on my coaching business and quitting my job, which most of y'all know I, it's in my plan. It's just a matter of when is it going to happen. And yeah, just like really digging into why or what's preventing these from happening and kind of like how am I in my own way and what is the deep reason behind it because most of our decisions and behaviors yeah there's like a superficial reason that we're doing it but there's also a deeper reason that or an unconscious reason that was a big thing that um was on our papers the unconscious reason and assumptions behind uh what we're doing and why we're not reaching our goals so that was super enlightening and the thing that I thought was really cool about this workshop was, you know, we wrote down all of our answers, and then if we felt comfortable, we shared with the person next to us, and I was sitting next to someone who I hadn't talked to the whole retreat, so I knew nothing about him. We had never talked. I didn't even know his name until we started talking, and, like, for some reason, I mean, this kind of makes sense. It was really easy to tell him like, these are my goals, this is what I'm doing to prevent myself from reaching these goals, and this is what I'm really trying to avoid, or, like, what I'm actually afraid of, the underlying assumptions deep in my subconscious, and it was really cool sharing that with someone who was basically a stranger before I started talking to him, and, um, yeah, it was a really cool experience, and, honestly a good way to get to know someone very quickly (laughs) we joked with each other that like we now knew more than most of the people in our lives know about us which was funny but I think part of the reason that that situation or I was so open in that situation was because of what happened earlier in the day and my conversation with Jake so that was that was really nice and then Then we had the bowls from Lydia. So the rest of the day, we didn't have any other workshops. We had dinner together. Um, Lydia, the registered dietitian, made us food. And then we went to the Pearl Street Mile. But I just, I feel like I talked to so many more people after my breakdown. And like, I felt a lot more included and like part of the group in the community. So I think in some ways, before the breakdown, I was not feeling those things quite as much. And I think it was probably some, you know, unconscious thing going on. I wasn't, I was afraid I wouldn't belong to the group or something like that, which, yeah. Psychology just makes you realize so many things about yourself. And my mom's a school psychologist. So like, this is not, this isn't new to me. (laughs) So realizing these things was really helpful and it really turned around my weekend. So Sunday was honestly my favorite day. We went for a long run on Magnolia Road and it was really nice. 
because we were all just kind of running at our own pace. And if you if you fell into a group, that was great. If you didn't, which I didn't, um, it was also great. I mean, Magnolia Road is beautiful. And I mean, I'm used to running alone. I do it all the time. And I feel like after Saturday, I still had a lot to think about. And it was basically just like seven miles of a therapy session for me, just thinking about some deeper reasons why I do certain things or like why I feel certain ways, why things upset me, some old memories I might have repressed for a bit, maybe not repressed, but memories I don't think about, but they're still stuck in my memory, you know? It's always the bad memories that tend to hang around. And it was just, it felt very healing for me that long run. And I think part of it was we all carpooled that day because parking was very limited. And the two prior days, since I, I live local, I was driving myself. So I was never in a car with anyone else from the retreat, which also made me feel a little more isolated. Um, and that wasn't, you know, anyone's fault or anything. It was just, I, I live nearby. I have a car. So obviously I was going to drive myself to and from wherever we were that morning. But we all met at the team house Sunday morning and drove together, which felt really good for me. And then after that, we basically just hung out at the house and had more conversations with each other and the coaches. And I just, I felt so much more satisfied on Sunday. I talked to a lot of people. I heard a lot of everyone's stories. And I feel like that's when I like actually made some friends, which was like I mentioned at the start of this. I mostly just wanted to be around other people who love running and like who get me. Maybe I didn't mention that part, but yeah, it felt a lot less lonely by the end of it. And all in all, was this weekend hard? Yeah, it was very hard. It's always hard when you have something that triggers you out of nowhere and then you cry in public. Like no one likes that. No one likes that. But I think everything that came after it, it was just awesome. I would do it again. Yeah. And if you're thinking about signing up for either a running retreat, a running camp, going to a new group trail run, maybe mine, or, you know, just a new group run, or inserting yourself into an uncomfortable setting, don't be afraid. You should do it. It'll help you. You will grow as a person if you're open to it. Um, That's my other piece of advice. Go into it being open. Don't go into it like me with some assumptions about how it's going to be before anything's even happened. That won't help you. And try to be open and make the best of it. And you never know. You never know what can happen and who you can meet, what conversations you can have. I had a lot of really good conversations and I met a lot of really cool people. And I think I will continue to be connected with a lot of people I talk to after this retreat. At least I hope so. So I'm going to do my half of the work. Obviously, it's a two-way street. But yeah, I'm really, really grateful for this experience. 
And I want to encourage all of you to have a similar experience. Maybe not with the full-on breakdown. I don't, well, I mean, maybe that's what you need. I think it's what I needed. But anyway, it was all in all a really great experience. So if you're curious more about Endeavor Run in general, feel free to reach out to me. I'll tell you anything you want to know. Uh, You can probably tell from this podcast, which I'm probably going to regret posting, but maybe it'll help someone out there. But I've been very transparent. I haven't disclosed everything, but you know, some things are just for me and my journal. But all in all, you know, most of my experience with this retreat. And yeah, once I got rid of the assumptions that I held Sunday, while physically tiring, because we did a long run, and socializing is always tiring for me as an introvert, I didn't feel as exhausted as I thought I would. I actually felt more energized by a lot of the conversations I had and just the connections that I made. So yeah, put yourself into situations that are uncomfortable for you so that you can grow, you can adapt as a human, learn more about yourself. This was a really special, really special experience that I'm going to carry forward and I'll never forget this weekend. So that was, that was the running retreat. I'm really excited moving forward for what's to come. Cause I feel like I'm just rejuvenated now in my training, in my coaching. I've got some new books coming. I freaking love reading books. So I'm really excited. Um, if any of you are curious about the books I'm getting, let me know. I will share them. I do read a lot of books that are not about running or training theory, all of that. I've actually taken quite a long break from reading anything training related after studying for, you know, two running certificates, certifications last year, and then my NSCA certified strength and conditioning specialist exam. That was a lot of nonfiction reading about training theory and for running and strength training and like details of building programs and all that. So I've taken quite a break from anything book-wise at least. I'm always reading articles and scientific studies and all that, but I've been reading a lot of psychological thrillers, which maybe after this episode will surprise no one that is my favorite genre right now. (laughs) But they're very quick reads and yeah. I'm going to do a podcast with recommendations. I've just decided. I've got to compile my list. But anyway, I feel motivated to train for lowering my 5K time. I feel motivated to make a more concrete plan about coaching. Anyway, if you have made it this far, thank you so much for hanging in there with me. I know this was not a typical episode, although it is... It is similar to ones I did last year. Actually, probably right about this time last year because I was getting ready to quit my job at Comcast and then get married. And I made an episode about all the anxiety I was feeling. So if you're curious about that, go back to season one. 
you can listen to that short episode. This is going on longer than I thought. I am so sorry. This is so long, but hopefully this is helpful in some way or you take some nugget from it from what I went through and what I learned about myself and my experience at the retreat and maybe it'll help you with something you're dealing with in life. If it does, if it strikes a chord, please let me know. I would love to hear from you. I like to know how the podcast is helping you, affecting you, how you relate to it, all of that. I love talking to people, just more so one-on-one than in a group setting. (laughs) Unless I'm leading the group, that's quite different. Anyway, I digress. That will be the end of this episode. I will link everything I said I'd link in the show notes. If you've made it this far, thank you. I love you. Thanks for being here. This is a very vulnerable episode for me. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please leave a rating, leave a review. It helps so much. The podcast is growing. We're still very small, but we're growing, which is really exciting. And again, if you want to be a guest or you know a guest you want on here, please let me know. I can't wait to hear from you. And I hope, hope y'all have a beautiful day, beautiful week. Whenever you're listening to this, I hope you're doing well. And if you're having a breakdown, maybe it's just leading to a breakthrough. That's a wrap on this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening to this. If you like this podcast, please rate, subscribe, review everything you do for podcasts wherever you listen to them. It helps me out immensely and helps other people find this show and just spread my message. And if you haven't already, connect with me on Instagram or TikTok at Coaching Klutz. You can also find me at my website, coachingklutz.com, if you're looking for my coaching services or any of my running programs. And I will talk to you all next time. 